If you're a man, you don't cry about it. You take life, the ups and downs. If you're a real man, you never go down, you just stay up. That's why this sports coat costs $800 and that costs $200. And I don't know what that costs, I'd be ashamed to wear it. That's why I'm wearing lizard shoes and a Rolex watch. Important it, snorting it, any competition extorting it, anything I want affording it. Got enough crack to get four to hit. Turn a saint to a sinner, lose to a winner. Whether old school or a beginner, my shit's the best, Rick's the best. Have your heart beating right out your chest. That Rick Flair like, Woo! that Rick Flair like. Woo! This is all I do. I got that Rick Flair like. Styling, profiling, that Ricky making girl go. One. the creepiest background you could pick. Where, where is that? Is that is that American History X? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any, I don't have a good one. I just it's, have these uh, San Francisco Bridge. It's pretty uh, and it goes kind of good with the background I have. San Francisco <laughs> and gay rape. <laughs> uh, how is your ankle? It's better. Yeah. Um, are, yeah are, you, are you limping? Still, yeah, um, but I could walk around more now. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, before, um, you know, it was just wasn't fun to put any pressure on it. Now it's like it's okay. Yeah, so yeah. It still needs a few more days to to be a hundred percent. All right, but let's go through. It. So what happened? So uh, again, okay, background for fans of the Goblin Ogre, you are watching a Zoom podcast instead of the uh, regular in person that we've. Uh, come to like and the reason being is right before maybe like two hours before you messaged me on monday when we usually record and you're like oh hey uh i don't think i can record because i can't walk i hurt my ankle unless you want to pick me up and then i think you meant also piggyback you to to the stage yeah (laughs) carry me like um like that famous scene in something in an officer or whatever. What is it called? Like you just hold me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then they parried it in the Simpsons with Marge and Homer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gentlemen and carried me like that in and out of the Royal. And people will look at them and be like, "Man, those guys. That's a podcasting partner." <laughs> that would have been a great entrance <laughs> if we played the the song in the background. Right, the same right. one. Do do. <laughs> like Karen oh man! So yeah, what happened? What happened? What made you miss our last podcast recording? What happened? I wish there was more of a story because the main thing about it is I twisted my ankle. I, I come yeah. to now presume I twisted the ankle, uh, but before that, I had been uh, drinking a bit heavy. Uh-huh. Um, and I reached a point of blackout. And at sure. some point, at some point I fucked myself up and you know, you just wake up in pain. But before that, I had bombed horribly at a comedy <laughs> show. At the Royal. Which made me want to drink even more. <laughs> Not the Royal, at Not... the uh, cap. That's okay. All right. <laughs> That's a better story than you think. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So you bombed at SoCap. So yeah. you, you were drinking, but then you can you're like, yeah, I need a couple more to uh take the edge off of that bombing. Yeah. And then uh, but you don't really have this specific story, meaning you you blacked out, obviously made your way home, and some at some point between leaving the bar and getting to your bed, you probably twisted your ankle. Yeah. Like I went to go hang out with a friend for a few hours and then uh, came back home at some point. And yeah, just fucking again, what's annoying is like, if I, if it was like an accident, like I, I tripped and fell yeah, or yeah. It was like, you know, I, I had done something else to get my ankle hurt. Like I would at least know, you know what that like if it was just an accident or it was me being an absolute yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you know i mean so but you don't have that detail have so no it's idea. fucking annoying <laughs> just like, yeah. how did i do this but again alcohol tastes so good after a good bombing <laughs> i can't get enough of it you know what's funny i was listening to uh i was oh i was no i wasn't listening to 
I was talking to, uh, you know, I, a friend of mine and I think a, a, a friendly acquaintance of yours, uh, 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 Ian Fergus. And he was talking about like not doing well on stage and how he really doesn't give a fuck anymore. Like he doesn't care. He's like, I know I'm funny. Like I'm, I'm going to do what I do. And sometimes it's not going to go well. He just doesn't like, there's no effect on him, but it sounds like to you. And also to me, there's still, there's the sting is still there a little bit. You know how that stings a little bit more and tell me if you relate. It stings a bit more when you actually think you're going to do well. Oh, and in yeah, a weird way, worst. you want to do well because you're yeah. booked and they're going to pay you. And, you know, I, I was so down on, like, how bad it was. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that the booker came up to me after to pay me, and I refused his money. <laughs> uh, I've heard of, I've heard other comics do that before. You're not and the I first. I went downstairs. And, you know, I was, you know, was going to start drinking at the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other guy who, I guess, uh, helps uh, produce the show comes up to me again with the money and says, no, just take it. <laughs> just take it and never come back. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say that? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I was hoping. They never say that. They get it. For the most part, the thing is, it's all in your head. They get, most of them get it. If they, if they booked you, they had, usually they had some sense that like, I've seen this guy do all right. You know, yeah. but still, that's funny that <laughs> I've never refused, but um, I've had a, I'd had a couple bombings at shows where I was being paid and you do feel a little guilty, a little guilty yeah. taking that money. And also, I just had like right up to the show, there's such like over a month I knew about the show and I had such yeah. a, like, oh, I nailed this one. You know, oh, I got so my God. Time. Why? Why would you think that? Because not to I say that so you wouldn't time in between you know what i mean not to say that you wouldn't do well i just mean like why would you come in with that type of co- like i just I, I don't know i think that's also what adds to it hurting more yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got you got slapped down by the comedy gods oh, fuck yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, they threw a lightning ball right at my head, dude. It fucking suck. Um, I had a I had a mediocre set uh the other night, and it only ended well off of a riff that was kind of making fun of myself. Like I had like a last ditch save, but I think anyone who's a, a comedy fan would be like, that set was okay. I wouldn't call it a bombing, but it like it's it was one of those that started strong. And yeah. the middle was so weak just that, that I just threw a fucking haymaker at the end and, yeah, yeah. and it connected. And then I'm like, thank God. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> you, you know, it's like, it's probably like if you get into a fist fight with somebody and you start out strong, yeah. but then they beat the shit out of you. And then right when you're about to get separated, you throw one last punch in. <laughs> yeah, he Doesn't gets knocked knock out, out. And you're like, but you can't oh! <laughs> I win. I win. <laughs> and you know you're not tougher, but you just snuck away with one. That's right. You left away with a bit of dignity. Oh, this is you have no idea how correct that is because it was an after the bell joke. I I'll tell you the joke just so you I did the whole set about like saving money and the imp- of my ways of trying to save money or whatever. Mm. And it just in the middle, to be honest, I was kind of blanking on some of the jokes for whatever reason. I just, I, I hadn't done those jokes in a, in a while, the ones in the middle. And because it was all about saving money, I ended the set once it wasn't going well. I'm like, um, all right, you know, at least maybe you guys learned something. And then I said, I've been Jordan Belford, like the guy from Wolf oh. of Wall Street. Yeah. And that killed. Mm. Killed. But it's it was after the bell because they had already lit me and I had already started saying bye. And I just kind of snuck that one in. And that's what made them laugh. So it wasn't legitimate. It wasn't a joke. It's just, like you said, a last-minute haymaker. And you got I got that. Get to leave a little bit, a you feeling know, with your self-esteem. Yes, sort of attached. Yeah, it's basically. Wow, I what mean that's good do? to hear that you bombed. 
<laughs> I would say I bombed. I uh, I I definitely definitely was throwing some firecrackers there, maybe maybe a Roman candle or two, but no no, no full on bombing. Oh fuck. Um, but I I hurt my foot recently too. I know how you feel. Like I was um I think I just was bad shoes, bad Ooh. shoes that like I woke up in the morning. I wasn't drinking, none of that kind of stuff. And I woke up just incapable of walking. Like I'm limping and it's in the arch of my foot or whatever. And that's when I figured out, I'm like, it must be bad shoes, but it's so fucked. Like when you can't walk, like yeah. <laughs> rest Dude. in peace to my grandmother who was in a wheelchair. <laughs> that, must, <laughs> that I think about it. I'm like, that sucked for her. It must have. <laughs> But what's worse, having like a hurt, injured foot or being on a wheelchair with a flat tire? What's worse? <laughs> <laughs> but I did um I did live my way to the royal yesterday. Yeah. Because I was feeling good yeah, enough to actually yeah, yeah. go outside. Yeah. I just been at home this whole time, but I I, I limped into the royal, and I'll say this much. <laughs> That place is full of hacks. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know I how to have this conversation. Like, no, it's like I walk in and, you know, mm-hmm. I'm limping. And then Matt says something like, oh, it looks like someone's having a good pride month. Oh. I, I limp outside, have a cigarette with a few people, start limping back in. And Mitchell Alvis <laughs> looks like someone's having a good month. Oh, <laughs> my God. And even God. Dave Luca's like, they made that joke already. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Luca's a good egg. <laughs> I, actually, I saw him the night yeah. I bombed. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, I here's what I'll say: the regulars at almost any club in this city are generally of one mindset in humor. You know, so. It's not to speak against the Royal. It's to speak against any club. Once whoever owns that place, they like a certain type of humor. So I find not all, but the comedians that they get on their rust, they tend to fall under that type of humor. So I wouldn't be surprised if you go to one place and hear the same joke five times over, about a limp. Yeah, over like just how how well my pride is, is going, you know, it's just like, first of all, I hate being injured. I hate pride. <laughs> I hate <all> these- <laughs> And I hate shitty jokes, especially. Oh, I went to a, I went to a pride event uh, last night. It was, it was like, it was so lame. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. And it's not, it's not prize. Well, I'm not gonna speak up, right? It's so. What happened is, I, we were in the like the church area or whatever church in Wellesley, and they had this outdoor concert. And what they did is they rented out a parking lot. It might have been like a green pea, one of those giant whatever parking lots. And at the back, there's a stage and, you know, speakers and everything like that. But really all around you are residential buildings, you know, apartment buildings. Right. And apparently because of that. You're they had to keep the volume from the speakers below a certain like decibel or whatever. So you're at a con- imagine at being at a concert quietly listening to music. It was the worst. <laughs> like the people on stage like, are like, jump up, jump up. It's like a low tone, low volume. Yes. I was born this way. <laughs> Every, <it was> like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and all my friends, all my friends. So I was sober. I drove because I had to like run errands and I just went straight from downtown. So again, we were talking about this recently, I think not even on the podcast, but I I was, uh, I wasn't DD because I didn't have to drive them home, but I'm taking care of them and I'm sober and they're like drunk and high at the same time. My God, is that annoying? Love these guys to death. And I did have some fun moments, but the, Oh, the end of the night. One of my friends doesn't even know how close he came to getting punched because we were walking down young and he dropped his water bottle 
like he was swaying so much he ended up in front of a douchey dude and it's like three girls and he dropped the water bottle landing right on the dude's feet right it didn't splash or anything but still it clunked on his foot and i saw the guy's face yeah and he was like i'm gonna fucking punch this guy but then i guess he must have looked at my friend whose face was this uh, you know <laughs> just like decided there's no winning in this um but yeah it was uh i haven't been to any i think i was at one other pride event once uh my friend didn't tell me he just like hey come to this thing and i was like all right and then i got there and i, I i'll admit it's not because i'm <laughs> i'm a jerk i don't know when pride is when it like you hear about it for like a month so that's why it's hard for me to pinpoint this is the weekend you know yeah because i feel like there's so much publicity and promotion that like i don't know when it is but oh, yeah, it's just a lame concert. Otherwise, p- people were cool and stuff like that. That's funny. Like when you're with like people that are drunk or, or stoned yeah. or whatever, and you're yeah. not. And, and it's just like you start noticing just how fucking annoying. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah. That being really is. And you go like, you have that moment of, holy shit. I hope I don't act this way around people when I'm the only drunk person. I, I think I'm more fun and charming than that. But you're not. That's, and I don't mean you're I'm not. not. <laughs> I'm not. You're not. No yeah, one is. No one is. No one is. No one is. So that's it's, just almost like one of those moments of realization oh. where you go, like, holy fuck, I'm so uncool. I need to and, stop drinking non-drinkers. That's what I read. Inebriation, right? Intoxication, whatever it is, is like a, a secret club. You all have to be in it for right. it to be fun. You can't have any outsiders. Outsiders right. make you see yourself in a way you don't want to be seen. If we're yeah. drunk, that's why I get it. When you're when there's a drunk guy and he's like, do a shot with me, and you go, No, and he's gonna ask you five times, is because what yeah. he's really saying is, Hey man, I look like a fool unless we're both fools. <laughs> like, right, right. Just do exactly. a shot with me. It's almost like the another way of leaving someone hanging when they try to high five you or yeah, fist yeah. bump you yeah like, come on man oh yeah. that's what it's gonna be like come on just one fist bump and it's just like no get away from me <laughs> i'll fist bump right into your nose <laughs> yeah it, uh, it, it is it, they want you to drink the kool-aid be part yeah. of the cult yeah like i but i don't know i've really even being out last night i'm like i think my birthday was one of those i don't know if you get these but you can get hit well yeah (laughs) do you have any cumpleaños um no i where you have a bad drinking night right and then it just forces you into a break for a little bit like, I think I'm in one of those. Like, I remember thinking I wasn't even jealous of, like, I didn't want to be drunk last night. Like, I not for a second. Sometimes I go out with my friends and I'm like, I wish I didn't drive. I wish I just took a fucking Uber, paid the price because I want to be drunk right now. Right? Yeah. Last night was not one of those nights. Like, I just, I was very happy being sober. And I think I'm going to be like that for a few weeks. Okay, so you're... Yeah, I think we talked about this before. Right now, you're taking a, a break from it just because you went a little bit too hard on your birthday. Yeah. And I'm, but I didn't realize that I'm taking a break until last night when I realized I didn't envy anybody out. Okay. But is that also just because you saw how foolish everyone around you was being and just kind of lame? And like if the concert was a little bit better? then maybe you probably would oh, you know what to, you're stepping into an area where you're just like all oh, this sucks you know like i don't even want to fucking drink with these fucking idiots like is it something like that or is it i it, drank way too you much know what it, it's i think it's a mix because i that's a fair point i the so when we got there they were actually um playing uh like caribbean music meaning like soca or you know west indian music right so that's that's my that's my vibe of music i i was enjoying it for a little bit it's just it was so muffled that you know what if it wasn't muffled if that shit was blasting yeah i might have been like you know what my car's in a 24-hour parking garage right let's get some drinks yeah. and 
I'm going to have fun all night. I might have, but it was like quiet theater. So I didn't like, I didn't care. What's your uh, go-to drink when you get that mood? Like right when you're like, man, I'm going to drink. Like, do you go for the beer? Do you take a shot first? Do you get like a mix? Like, uh, it's it's not, it's not beer because beer is, even if I'm going to be sober that night, is like the go-to relaxation drink more, you know? Like if I go to a party and I, I drove, I'll be, they'll be like, Oh, you're not drinking. I go, just give me a beer, give me a beer. And I'll sip yeah. that beer cold, nice cold. I don't care. I'll probably have a beer tonight. Right. Yeah. But uh, no, I think, I think a rum and Coke, I think a rum real rum, a rum and Coke or lately like a gin and gin and tonic or something like that. Mm. Lots, lots of ice. And you just sip that thing. And it's probably the sugar too from it, but you go, Ooh, all right. All right. There. That's there's something there. Right. I'm feeling I'm feeling uh I'm I'm feeling kind of uh, like almost like romantic, but not in a gay way. Like, I, <laughs> I think suave. Suave. <laughs> that you know what though? That is you do feel like not suave, but cool. You almost like like you're like you get that first rubber coke and you go, you're like all right, so I mean, this could be fun or whatever. Let me get one. that yeah. finished pretty quick, though. Let me go get another one of those, right? right. And then I feel the like Bernardino Feminelli. <laughs> <laughs> I posted our, I posted a video of us talking about him. <laughs> um, oh, nice. But yeah, I just that's the the rum and coke is nice and stuff like that. It kind of depends on what my drinking is, like. I can almost predict like if I want to if I want to party, like be loud, maybe even like listen to music. Yes. Dance like or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah like a rum and coke. But then like I have another friend where he does. He's he's Ukrainian. He doesn't dance. He doesn't like if you want to like drink in a hanging out at your friend's place and argue. And mm. and whatever. Uh, whiskey and yeah. beer. So like beer as the chaser and do whiskey right, right. shots all night. I don't know how people do that shit. It makes me sick to watch. I'm, I just go straight up with beer. Yeah. I don't yeah. have a shot of like tequila or whatever is free. Uh, you know, because sometimes <laughs> the bar- <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever Prescott brought. brought. <laughs> Liquor financier. Yeah, like I'm not a let's do shots type of guy. Yeah, yeah. but if uh, well, hey, okay. a shot, I'll do the shot. Here's the thing about shots, right? There's shots and then there's shots. So when I talk about I do whiskey shots all night, it's there's a, it's a different vibe. It's not like oh, shots at the bar. I'm talking. I'm at his place, and you have the, your same shot glass that's sitting in front of you all night, and you're sitting down on a couch, a table outside, or whatever, and you're drinking beer. And every once in a while, like a cop, like a cop at a bar, you just pour a little liquor, not even a full shot, but a little liquor into each of your shot glasses and you do the shot. And then you don't, it's not like, it's not like, oh, party fun or anything like that. It's just, it's like medicine for the night. (laughs) Like the same way you take in NyQuil, you (laughs) you do it. You don't like anything. You might cheers. But like you just do the shot, put it back down and then continue with the conversation. And you're talking, talking, talking. And while like you'll be like, hey, and yeah, and then this happened that night. And then at some point while you're talking, your friend picks up a bottle of like Jack and goes like this. Right. Like gives you a nod. And then you go while you're talking you're like, oh, and then this person. Yeah. Uh, and like like the way you acknowledge a light while you're on stage. You just say, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then he pours another shot and then you drink. So it's not it's not this like party thing. I agree. I'm I'm kind of over like let's do shots at the bar thing. But yeah. if I'm at a pub, a shot and a beer, that's fun. Cause yeah. yeah. I just it's just to get you drunk fast. Or cheering, like you know how people cheers or drinks or whatever? Yeah. Like they clink them together. Doing that with shots is fucking retarded. Yeah, because <laughs> it always shakes on your do. fingers. Yeah, and now I spilled <laughs> half of it. Like, the way you cheers with shots is you just like hold it in the air, like, hey, you know, cheers. But then you have morons that 
clink it. And you go, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You just spilled eight bucks. <laughs> your, your fingers smell like you were fingering a New Orleans whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the stench of a real man's hand. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get it. Um, but I, I, yeah, I, I'm over like shots at the bar. It just doesn't have the same feeling anymore but i'm not against shots like i would rather if anything not even do them out of shot glasses anymore but a whiskey glass and you shoot it yeah but oh just like just fucking crush it just like yeah because it's the same amount it's a, a shot is a single whiskey wise right so it's just it comes in a cute little shot so you can be a little girl and you know do your shot yeah but be adorable yeah, yeah. <laughs> shots are adorable <laughs> everyone at the bar looking at you like oh <laughs> <laughs> so you just you pretty much for the most part you just drink beer like all night yeah yeah just beer i've, I've never been a mixed drink guy or a cocktail guy or yeah, yeah. like beer really like. though like no mixed drinks because some mixed drinks are like are it's good really, like i'm not saying that they're really because i've had a rum and coke before like i've had yeah, yeah, people, yeah. Like, people have gotten me drinks and i would drink it but i never like had one where i go holy shit you know where you've been all my life like i just kind of okay this is what i'm drinking right now but i can't wait to have like a fucking cold but cold beer to yeah. me it's 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 really it's context like if i'm if it's a if it were at a barbecue, absolutely first drink, maybe the first few. Give me a beer. Give me a beer out of that cooler, frozen, ice cold, because it's in that like ice that's half melted but half still ice. Yeah. Cold you and then you pop off the, the fucking cap and you drink that. That's you don't beat that, right? Yeah. But I don't know, like if i'm at a pub yeah i'll get a pint and stuff like that but eventually like you know just want to drink whiskey on the rocks or something like that like i'm trying to think of scenarios where like maybe a like a jack and coke or whatever would would be like the best like i'm thinking about oh maybe at the cottage and i'm like yeah. well no you know i like beer maybe at the bar well no like you said i kind of like a pint of beer at the i'm thinking that maybe the only place for like a a strong mixed drink is probably on an airplane where i'm just oh trying yeah, to, yeah i'm just trying to fall asleep on the fucking plane like <laughs> pass out drunk yeah, and yeah, wake yeah. Up in, a different, in a different country no, uh, i think that would probably because i if i drink beer on the flight i'm gonna have to get up and piss a lot yeah 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 you, that's why i hate beer that's the only reason really it's bloating it makes you piss um but that i'm surprised by that because it's like even in your in your younger days didn't it just make sense to like like if there's three of your friends like let's split a bottle like a 750 milliliter bottle of some type of liquor it's gonna get you drunk better than like one a two four is heavy if you're heading if you're going to hit up a party or something like that taking a two four around and then a two four with three guys doesn't really get anybody drunk right except that one lightweight yeah but, but no we did like growing up like before we were going especially clubbing which i did yeah, very yeah. little of but when we first got of age there was like hey let's go we could finally get in clubs like let's yeah, go yeah. to a club we would uh get some gray goose like some vodka or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. Split a bottle of vodka and bring it to the alleyway like we drink it at the yeah house. yeah yeah then bring it to the close to the club drink finish the rest of it in, in the alleyway and i fucking was so drunk that it wasn't even fun you know oh. what i mean like you ever get so drunk because that was the point where you go yeah pretty good smash and then as soon as you get that level of drunk you're like holy fuck i forgot how to have fun like, <laughs> <I don't... laughs> yeah yeah no i don't I, I don't know it was just it was that that was kind of the point of it sometimes was to get drunk like yeah 
it, it is the point but it's just like i found that when i get that level of good and drunk and it was like a gradual thing yeah, yeah i got into the party, i was having a good time and i just kept drinking and now i'm that drunk having fun it's great yeah. But the fucking like we're gonna pound it, you know, and then right before you we didn't want to rush it ever. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna be hammered. Like I always, I didn't like that. Yeah, I get what you mean. I like, but I still like the liquor. Like, okay, it, it, the end of the night was one of the worst ever for me, but one of the funnest I ever had was before COVID going to Carabana that year, like that last Carabana or whatever, and I was drinking mixed drinks during the parade. In you know those large like one liter Perrier bottles, or maybe they're seven hundred fifty milliliters, but it's a big ass bottle. You you walk around, I mean, I think even Evian has big bottles, but like it's a big bottle. I I I put liquor, like a, a light. Like I think I had white rum, and then the rest was I think the Perrier, like sparkling water or whatever. And. It's just like walking around with that, your, you know, music playing or whatever. And then you just take a swig out of that. Like would I have liked a beer at some point in that night, maybe, but really that was good enough for me. Like that, the liquor is just like, I don't know. It hits you different. It's just like, especially if you're partying and and then you're just kind of chugging liquor. It's just, it's just fun. Have you ever uh, picked up uh, like one of those, STD. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah <laughs> like, oh you're asking yeah. like one of those girls or whatever one of those girls in the crazy caravana no. outfits no never um no well okay so here's the thing is that really i only started going again like i had been a couple of times growing up because like my family took me and you just kind of watch right and then I kind of for years ignored it in that because it just seemed like it's too much people, too much trouble. If you want to hit one of the clubs at night, it's too much lineup, too much. Or if there's tickets, tickets too expensive. It just wasn't in my means at that time or my will to deal with all of that. So I forgot. So it was only the like last two years before COVID hit that I had one fun year. And I'm like, I'm coming back every year from now on. Right. And so the first year, I don't really remember that year. I'm sure it was, it was cool. I remember my friends would kind of hit it quickly, but we were, we were too lazy to wake up. And then, so we just hit a bar at the end of the night and people are no longer dressed up at those bars, really at the ones we were at. Maybe some of these official events, but this was like an unofficial. So, you know, and I'll be honest, I've never really picked up that many, uh, any girls like out while I'm out any girl I've dated it was like apps or someone I knew um right. <laughs> and then the next year I was technically with my girl already at the time so that wasn't even in my mind I just wanted to like listen to soca music and get drunk and I accomplished right. that I blacked out passed out burnt my sister with a cigar but I, I that's what it was about i didn't even think about it how did you burn her? you put it out on her <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get for bullying me <laughs> no so apparently i had it in my head and then i like went to like hug her at some point like like oh no, since we're having so much yeah. fun or whatever forgot it's in my hand and yeah. like i guess it kind of came you know that hug where but I guess my hand knew I'm holding a cigar, so I can't think. And I hit her in the back and I burnt. And apparently there's still to this day, like a little, a little burn mark in the middle of her back. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think about how, um, how funny it would be to black out at Caravana and picking up one of those peacocks. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then just waking up the next day and your fucking bed is covered in feathers and jewels. <laughs> <laughs> Did I kill an endangered bird? <laughs> what the fuck happened? <laughs> Those outfits are so fucking crazy, man. Like I've seen them, like, like on the TTC or whatever, yeah, yeah, like yeah. trying to make their way to. And honestly, that's kind of a weird, almost embarrassing situation where you're you're so jeweled and bedazzled, yeah, yeah. whatever, but you're still <laughs> you're still on the subway. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing is, that, yeah. You know, those costumes are like 
hundreds and hundreds of dollars like it's a lot yeah like it's yeah. not a it's that's those are very expensive so they do that every year like okay sometimes i i think some of them get sponsorship i don't know what but for the most part they spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars on that costume and what do you think they only wear it once yeah uh, or or will they wear the same outfit no because what happens is that you're connected to a um a team right like when they wear a costume that team um they all have the same color the same design everything it's it's like a business right so you could i guess come the next year wearing a costume but you would just be like me some guy walking around you know trying to enjoy caravana but the reason they do it is they want to be connected to that that uh group. that group um and you can win f- uh 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 float of the year or i forget what they call it um and that just has some praise to it or whatever but you think uh, there's ever uh, some clueless girl that like went by herself <laughs> in her own outfit and other girls are just laughing at her. <laughs> like, like, you know, <laughs> you're a group, lonely bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she just thought it was an outfit you could wear. Yeah. She didn't realize. Exactly she wear, like you had to be connected. It's like a, it's like wearing, a, basically it's like wearing a Raptors jersey. You're either part of the Raptors and you could show up in a Milwaukee Bucks jersey. But right. if they're not in the playoffs, everyone's going to be like, what the, who the, <laughs> who is this? Who the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've done shit like that too at baseball games where I'll wear my Yankee hat. Yeah. yeah. It's the Jays versus the Orioles. <laughs> <laughs> I just like baseball in general. It's like baseball. That's a good game. <laughs> You know what's funny? I uh, I'll tell you who later, but I I just remember something talking to you. Um, I I got some well wishes about you from from some comics, but one of them is so innately funny what he said that I have to tell you. So basically, people asked about you because I guess they know you know you we have our podcast together or whatever. Um, but maybe have it seen you at different shows. I don't know. Maybe I'm off on this, but I feel like you're doing your your Royals and people who are connected to the Royal are booking you on other shows. So you're on that side of things. So mm-hmm. these are comics who used to see you at other stuff and don't see you anymore. So they wish yeah. they they wish you well. They're like, yeah, you know, hey, tell, tell them we say hey or whatever. I'll, I'll remember later. Maybe if, when I see you tomorrow, like. I'll remember whatever, but what one of them said was like, so this guy is more on the let's call him liberal side of of comedians. Okay. He he goes, uh, yeah, no, I I always got along with Lee. Lee's a good guy. He was you know nice to me or whatever. It's just too bad. And I go, what? And he goes, you know, it's too bad. Like he kind of is more into that like right-wingy type of comedians or whatever like <laughs> he looks at you as yeah. in one of us that that's over there <laughs> i just said oh yeah you know whatever but in my head i'm like you have no idea lee's the worst one he's <laughs> not your ally <laughs> He's. I'm not right wing. I'm just full of hate. (laughs) Yeah, but but yeah, it was funny. He was kind of like lamenting, like, "Oh, I wish he picked our side." It was kind of funny. Oh, whatever. Uh, Who was it? Who was it? I'll tell you after. I don't be rude. He's a good guy. I don't be rude. (laughs) That that makes me laugh. Like what he said isn't even that fucking bad or whatever. It's just funny. Like oh. Just wondering who it was, but yeah, you can tell me that. I was, it was, uh, it was Jay Rainville. You know that guy? He's oh, a newer, newer guy. He's a year, like, uh... yeah, yeah, I know he is. Um, uh, one night I fucking yelled at him and Brandon Zakai in front of Comedy Ball. Oh, really? Well, apparently yeah, he, he, he took no offense to it. <laughs> yeah, he... Well, I was yelling at 
<laughs> how like there was all about the the vax passes yeah yeah and uh, and like i kind of like pointed at them and like and people like you fucking make this shit keep going <laughs> <laughs> <fucking angry. laughs> that was kind of the last time i spoke to him you know it's funny i saw brandon's guy that night too um he didn't mention you <laughs> but jay jay did he he basically said he likes you yeah. Uh, yeah. Zakai actually messaged me today. He messaged me to go to the cathedral bar. Like he's putting me on the show in October, I think, because he does yeah. it monthly. But he wants me to go watch the show. But I'm like, dude, I like I'll, I'd only go if it was like across the street from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to fucking, oh, I, I know. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking cathedral, like just to go sit and watch a comedy show. No. Yeah. That, oh, that's an interesting hustle, actually. If that's what he's doing, if what I'm thinking, I think he's doing is that like you can book comics throughout the year with the uh, stipulation that you have to show up to a show before your show Hmm. and that builds an audience for those shows. Oh, yeah, he's not going to win. I mean, he already booked (laughs) me on the He already booked me. I got got what I wanted. Like, I'm not going to go. And that's like to even say, like, like, I'll just go to the Royal and not even to watch comedy shows. It's just to mm, hang. To hang. Yeah. I want to go to a comedy club to go sit there and watch comedians that I run into all the time perform. Like, I really don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I get the, sit there and be like, man, I need to see Olivia Stadler's, you know, tight five, you know, or, oh, I need to see a uh, fucking who else is out there? Tamara Siobhan or whoever. I'm like, no, I'll I'll see their set at some point. You're so funny. You know what I mean, you're such a sexist that you had to name two com- <laughs> female comedians in, in an example of people you don't want to see. <laughs> no, like meaning I don't want to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah because, I get like, it. They're I'm, doing. It's, it's more like I'll see it. Eventually. I'll see you. I'll be happy to see him when I see him, but just out of a hang, not out of like. Let me because I'm already there. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'm like, oh, okay, that was good. Yeah, that like, look, I'm not a fan of Lee Fernandez. Like, yeah. hey, come see. I'm. Uh, oh, I got tickets to see Lee. Like, we're yeah. like we're fellow comedians. I'll see you when I see you. You know exactly. Or if you're like, hey, I got a show here. Come by. We'll hang out backstage or something like that right like in the green room that's different but if you're like hey come watch me i got i got played a couple times i got um and it took felix good friend of the show felix joseph to get me on is is a comedian uh asked me to come and like support their show right and it was the way they said it kind of made sense to me of like okay well yeah we are friends you know I'll bring, I brought Felix, right? And um, the day of, they even said, hey, I know you drive. We last minute, like someone uh, canceled on us. We have to pick up some chairs for the night. Can can you pick me up and we'll pick up the chairs and things? So I even helped her pick up the chairs, set up the room or whatever. Felix showed up and watched the show. I think I did that twice. Not pick up the chairs, but go support the show. Like spend 10 bucks bought a drink, you know, hung out. Right. And then after the second show, Felix goes, all right, you know, it's cool. It's a fun night, but like, why wouldn't this person just book you? And I go, well, I don't know. And then he, he's like, well, they're having a good show and they've asked you to come by and support twice. Why wouldn't they just book you on the show? And I go, that's a fair point. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I realized. Like, to some comedians, you could just be a butt in a seat. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, that's those producer, entrepreneurial minded type of comedians yeah. that are just trying to fill seats with anybody. But it's just like, you know, again, I don't, I'm not going to go out of my way to go watch a specific comic, you know, play a specific club ever. But there are comedians that when you're on a show with them, when they go on, yeah, you just want to go watch them. Yeah, of course. Like I have a few guys like Ben Bankus. I would usually want to come go watch uh, Josh Infold, Matt Baxter, like guys like that. I would just want to go watch. Uh, they're just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like I think it has its limit. Like 
I don't think I'm above the idea of like if Burr's in town. Oh, I'm going to go see Bill Burr. Not even that's way too high up. I'll even say uh, like I'm a fan of, uh, you know, Ron Jossel. Yeah. yeah, Canadian comedian, Ron Jossel, right? I was a fan of him before I started comedy. So I don't know if I would push for myself, but if one of my friends was like, oh, I like Ron Jossel. He's he's going to do a weekend at this club. You want to go see? I'd say, yeah, I, I'd pay. You know, because I was a fan before, but not it's like going to it's a co-worker, you know, for others like people below that. It's, you know, I just want to see you on stage while I'm there. I agree. Right. And I think, yeah, probably you made you made a point there or you brought something up where you're like something about like a co-worker where I'll go like if I wasn't doing comedy and I had like a work buddy. Mm-hmm. that i got along with to t- tells me he did he does stand up i would probably want to go watch him do it yeah so yeah yeah like, he's a complete you know nobody in in, in the stand-up world but he's my buddy from work and it would just be fun to go watch him tell jokes like that and then if he bombs <laughs> you got a great story <laughs> that's true <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know. I, 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 I'm looking at comedy so differently now that like COVID is over, but it's also, I'm getting older and I'm like, I don't know. I'm not doing it successfully yet. I still have a nagging shyness and low self-esteem to me that I have trouble asking people for shows, but I'm at least with my girlfriend discussing it enough where I'm like, I'm starting to realize I'm like, well, this is bullshit. Like, I'm funny. Why wouldn't you just put me on this show? Like, why are you going through hoops? Like, I can't remember if we were talking about, no, I talked about it on another podcast that I did, but um, there's, I realized some shit shows. There's some shit shows in Toronto in the past. And even probably now and the hoops they make you go through to get booked on that show. That fucking stinks. Yeah. Is insane. Yeah. Like, say what you want about us, but when we had that, like, Mandy Good Handy show, like the, what what do we used to call ourselves? Uh, Laughing Stock, right? With Mm. with Aaron Rye thing. I mean, I think you guys booked more people than me, but, like, there's no, like, we know, it's not like we have a big audience, right? Mm -hmm. We weren't like, oh, you book me. Okay. Well, I want to see you first and you should come by the show and support a little bit. And then I'll put you on in maybe three months and some shit like that. Like, yeah, there's fucking video. Send me a video. Some bullshit. And then you get there and there's fucking five people in the room. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fucking, it's so infuriating. It's like, why do you, why are you making this such a fucked up obstacle course? For your shitty goddamn show. Like, yeah. You, you should be lucky that I actually show up. You know yes. I mean? <laughs> uh, like, it's like, you ever heard that trick? There's a club trick where um, you, if you have a, a club or a bar or something like that, you put a, you put a, a you make, you create a lineup outside. Like you only admit people um, at some point. And so the lineup gets created so that if you're at the front of that lineup, you get let in. And then once you get in, you realize the bar is empty. Right. But they're trying to create this mystique that like, this is a hard to get in thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like, it's so fucking infuriating. Once you get there, like what the fuck? Like you don't, you don't have anything. This show sucks. And I'm not trying to like, like, like you see this big lineup outside the club. And then once you get in, you look in, you're like, oh, it's literally just the people that were just in the lineup ahead in front of me. (laughs) There's just 12 people. And fine. You know what can even escape that? Okay. If there's five people, but if you're paying me over 20 bucks, right? Over 20 bucks, which is nothing. But if you're paying me over, like, say you're like, you're going to get 40 for the set. I get it. You know, you can pick and choose because that's your money. That's your money. If you're spending your money on a comedian, right, to perform at your show, I get it. You can be discerning, right? 
but there's five people and you're not paying comics. Are you insane that you're being choosy? Yeah. yeah. Like, I get it. If you don't I, think I don't a person's funny. These people's like, you got to think they're funny. Yeah. Like, like sure. yeah, I, I understand. If you don't think the person's funny, you don't have to book them. Right. But I'm, I'm saying the first chance, like someone reaches out to you and says, I would love to perform your show and you don't pay and you don't have an audience. Just give them a shot because you yeah. offer nothing besides yeah. stage, stage time. Because I think a lot of times that these producers in their mind, they're like, I'm trying to build a brand. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm trying to build like a, a reputation that my shows only book like the most the funniest know, comedians, advanced, yeah. uh, pro comics that the city has to offer. And then you go like, well, if that's what you're, you know, if, if that's what you're shooting for, you're going to have to pay these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Expect to get paid then if that's what you're going for. And anybody that reaches out to you or just wants some stage time. I don't know, like, I'm not a producer of shows, but I would assume, like, to get people like that on is just like, okay, you know, invite one comic that, you know, is unknown, just starting out, like, a complete open micer. Yeah. And let him do a spot. Like, every show, a spot is right. available for that person, for, for someone like that. And, you know, and then you got people who are slightly a bit more advanced, and then you got you know the bigger pros who i guess get the headliner spot sure but yeah that whole like i don't know it just seems not unfair but just seems so fucking i don't know, pointless in a way to to get somebody to go through all of that just for like yeah an unpaid show with no audience fucking yeah it's fucking deranged it's like honestly i think we have an insane business model in this city where it's like, I don't care what I, I mean. My girlfriend have like debated this before because she talks about like, oh, you're doing your own show or whatever. And then um, she wants to to like she's like, yeah, I think, you know, you can book a show. And if these comedians want to be on your show and it's a great show, then if anything, they should pay you to be on your show. It's a good show. They're doing because she looks at all these shit shows. Right. But I go. Yeah. I, I tell her and it's not because she just doesn't understand. Like if we had a good show, she's it's, it's not coming from a, it's coming from a very intelligent space, but I I'm, I'm coming from a space of what I've been through. I go, no, if I run a show, every comedian is getting money. If you're on the show. Right. And we, that's what we did at laughing stock, even though that show never took off. Right. Just no audience many a time. Right. But if you showed up to do your set, even one time they didn't even do their set and I gave them the money, right? And and uh, what do you call it? Uh, but the point is, is that you're you're providing a talent and a service. Like the how many shows have you done? They actually opposite of what we were just talking about, packed bar, right? Or yeah. at least 20, 30 people. Yeah, good audience. And they don't pay you. And you think, the fuck are you not paying people for? Do you have something? You're making something off of this. Yeah, I've been to a couple of shows, a few actually, but I was so new to it that I was just so used to not getting paid. Yeah, yeah. That you go in and you go out and you have that weird, oh, at least, you know, man, they had an audience. Like, yeah, the, the yeah, yeah. For you was that there was actually an audience. And then, you know, as, you know, you do more and more, you start really noticing that type of shit. And you go like, I know they got money to, to pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't even give you a fucking a drink. Um, what do yeah, you I do? Mean, do you, do you, all, is it, do you not run into that issue anymore? Because you always ask about money now? Or no. do you just never do the show again? If you do, did a show that had a great audience and they didn't pay you? Um, I think, uh, I would still do the show because I, at the same time, I'm, you know, it's good to get paid. It feels nice to to make a little something, you know. But it's at the same time, uh, I'm stage time is like a little bit more of value, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's just like because it's just like that's I can make money doing other things, but you know, doing other things doesn't make me a little bit more experienced in doing stand-up so right, to me, right, right. Just, so I, was like, I would just keep doing the you're still appreciating show. the stage i get that that's probably the the 
somewhat right answer, the artistic answer, I guess. But it just it finally started bothering me now. I guess it's because now I'm like really thinking about like improving my life. Like that's like yeah. on my mind, like in turn monetarily, but also because of what comes with that or whatever. And I, I just now think about like, I'm like, I need to make that transition. It's hard for me, but I need to make that transition. If someone's like, Hey, I want you to do my show. I want to be able to be like, cool. How much does it pay? That's, that's what I want my answer to be. But I, I, I still can't, I just go, yes, thank you. Right, right, right. But you know what? That's actually not bad to just go, cool, how much does it pay? Like, that's actually yeah. kind of, gr- like, yeah, why not? not that's- like, oh, yeah, great, I'll do the show. Thank you so much. Oh, by the way, does it pay? No, just, oh, great. Um, how much does it pay? Okay. Just like like they're supposed to pay you. So, say it so, just like that. I've talked about this with somebody else, though. I want you to answer this last part, though, okay? So you're you right now, right? You go, someone asks you, hey, I want you to do my show. You go, cool. How much does it pay? Right? Hmm. They go, um, thank you for doing the show. I'm sorry. Right now, we're just still building. It doesn't pay. Right? What is your response? My response? I'd just be like, not even a free beer? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the reason I ask is if you, I feel like you're supposed to back it up a little bit and create your value because if every time you deal with a booker and you go, cool, how much does it pay? And they say nothing, but it's a great opportunity for you. Yeah. If you, every time they say nothing, you go, cool. I just wanted to know. I don't think your value ever goes. You know what I mean? Like then they yeah, just yeah. all know they're like, he, "Look, Sanker's gonna ask, but you don't gotta Money. pay him nothing because he's gonna take it." But what's funny too about that is, imagine you're the guy who goes, you know, you know, fuck it, you gotta pay me like twenty dollars is my, yeah, yeah. my rate or whatever I, yeah, for, yeah. for performing, and then you bomb. <laughs> I know. I think about that too. Yeah, you know I mean. It's like if you bomb, dude, th- that's gonna piss that guy off. Even I know, more. I know, but you know what? He's supposed to get it. Like, I'm good usually, but sometimes I'm gonna be bad. <laughs> sometimes the house wins. Sometimes the gambler wins. Yeah. yeah, it's true. It is a gamble. Um, but like, like again, it's like somebody like when I bombed this last time. Yeah, I wasn't even uh aware that we were going to get paid um but what's it called you you know they gave me some money but my almost refusal to almost take the money because it was that fucking to me yeah, it was yeah. bad coming i was just like dude like uh, everybody who witnessed this like as an audience member is probably never going to want to come back to one of these shows again you know i just felt that i had you kind of hurt yeah, their yeah. business <laughs> so i'm like but you know i was just Okay, Still you have the money to... though. Bought beer with it. <laughs> you blacked out on and hurt your ankle. Yeah, yeah. They probably shouldn't have paid you. You would have been able to right. perform the next day. <laughs> um, all right. So it's already eight. It's it, I think we've been doing it for more than an hour, so we'll end soon. But I just wanted I want to say on that the only thing you have to remember is um, that's not how audiences are, like. Unless you were the headliner, they might do that if you're headliner, but you were a part of a show. Worst case scenario, if they really didn't like you, the audience said, great show, accept that guy. And that's all they'll think. So they will come back if the rest of the show was good. So it's not on you. It's only if everyone was bad. And then either way, then it's still not on you because everyone was bad. It wasn't just you. Right. right. So really no one person, unless they're the headliner ever might convince someone to never come back to a show. The whole yeah. show has to be bad or at least 75% has to be bad. Hmm. One comic guess, doing 10 yeah. minutes is not going to affect their decision to come back. I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean like they are, they're already out and about like, for a comedy show but i always like they'll go watch a yuck yuck show they'll go yeah, to yeah, an yeah. absolute 
but they'll probably never go back to SoCat. So. <laughs> well, good, congratulations. Thank you. Um, so we haven't done Zoom in a while. Do we end this with uh, Mankind's theme and you give your final thoughts? Or is that completely dead um, and we just end it? I think we just end it. We just end it. All right. Uh, I guess I'll see you tomorrow. Um, yeah. For the live. Yeah. All right. All right. All right see you later, man. Okay. But.